in your face. This empty city, just enough. You are in your face on 3CR with James. And I'm absolutely delighted to have Rachel Hope and Matt from This Empty City in the studio. Welcome to 3CR. Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) We first spoke when you were in Me Bar Mm. in the early 2000s. Thousands, and it's so great to see you after all these years. Yeah, and it's it's lovely to see you. We all look the same. It's you know like no time has passed at all. <laughs> I mean, your history is when you know queers didn't really rock in this town, mm. but you were. Um, and so it's amazing that you've made this comeback and you've done this track that really sounds awesome. Tell us about how you got together as this empty city. Well, we've actually this is only the second time we've met Matt. So Yeah. <laughs> so no way. Yeah. Honestly, how crazy is that? So I work with Matt's wife. <laughs> how adult is that? Yeah. And so we met at a barbecue in our backyard and talked a lot of music and um then during lockdown as I'm sure this happened to a lot of musicians, we were all at a, at a bit of a loose end and thought, "Hey, let's connect and do a bit of music." So 
Matt sent over some tracks and... You ignored it for about three months. <laughs> <laughs> That's possibly true. <laughs> that did happen actually, didn't it? And then, yeah, we just went back and forth and... Uh, created uh, the EP, yeah. The EP's called Walls, and that's a great story. So it was produced remotely. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, um, yeah, Matt's in Woodend and Hope and I are in Thornbury. And, yeah, Walls, hence the uh, lockdown. Um, Yeah, when we were coming uh, here, I was like, are we going to recognise Matt? Like, we've seen his picture from when we put the pictures together because obviously we weren't in the one place when we took the the band photos. And I was like, so I've seen his picture. I think I'll recognise him. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. It's so tightly produced as well. Like, you you, you would swear that you'd been jamming together for years. Well, Matt. Uh, I believe that is all Matt. Matt plays all the instruments, so... So, uh, yeah, take it away, Matt. <laughs> so you play all the instruments? Yeah, on? I do, yeah. So I've got a little studio at home and record in there and um, upset the neighbours. I was just saying, I went to pick up my son from school and um, someone said, oh, I loved what you were playing earlier. I said, oh, did you hear as you walked past? And she's like, no, I heard it from my house, which is about half a mile up the road. So. Fantastic. <laughs> so what's it like for you guys? Because this is a bit of a comeback for you. I mean, you were in several bands yep. in the late 90s. Yep. Um, there was um, Homos Who Rock. That yep. was like a, a thing, wasn't it? And you yeah. guys were kind of like the, the pinnacle of it all. You yeah. set it all up. Yeah, so it's, it's been interesting. It's been such a, a long time between making music that coming back to it and I guess in some ways it being so much easier um, has been really refreshing, I guess, because I think we did so many, you know, setting up shows and having to be in rehearsal rooms and lug gear around. But now just being able to sit at home and do it from your home and, and, and you know, make it nice and easy was, was really refreshing. And now it's just that uh, idea of playing live and trying to connect with people again because I think we've lost a bit of that connection with the queer music scene in in Melbourne and the music scene in general in Melbourne so yeah finding people to play with again and and get out there live is probably the next uh the next step for us do you find though that having that kind of you know real kind of experience tangible experience you know playing live actually you know um in an era where where it was so different but a really kind of organic approach to music that that's actually been a strength for you because you've got all these kind of skills to make things work that perhaps you may not have had if it was all just electronic? Yeah, probably, probably. And I think it's it's the love of actually being able to play live and the skills that then translate to this sort of, you know, this sort of remote world where I think if we hadn't had that experience it would have been so daunting getting a track and then going, what are we going to put to it? Um, but it was so much easier probably having had that experience um, before and we appreciate it, I think, a lot more mm. than we did. And mm. I think there's less expectation, which is kind of what Just Enough is about. Um, there's less expectation on something happening with the music, like it's more because we enjoy the music. Which is a great place to be. It's a, it's a great place to make music when you're doing it because you just really enjoy it and you don't have to think about what might come next what you know what you might get out of it will we tour will we do like it, it it's none of that it's just making it because it's so enjoyable and also it was really exciting to still have something to say I think as you get older like because when you're younger you're so angsty you've got so much to say you're so opinionated you've you know you think you can change the world now I'm old and bitter and don't think I can <laughs> no but uh, it, it was really nice to to really feel like to dig down and 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 find something to say that I that I still had so much to say 
it was, um, yeah, it was mm. really refreshing. And I think because we've been together for 27 years, we haven't got anything to say about each other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, though, that you kind of, you know, feel that perhaps you may not be relevant because your sound is still very relevant, but also those life experiences mm. give you so much to say. But we do live in a very youth-focused music culture, don't yeah, we? Mm. we definitely yeah, do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what's happening on the live music front? What are the plans? Well, Matt, how are you going to play all the instruments is the first question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very badly. <laughs> but are, there, are there plans? Is it something you want to do? It, it's something we've, we've spoken about. We've started working on the next EP, so we'll probably get that out and then, and then hopefully play live to, to promote that one. Otherwise, playing three songs over yeah. and over might be a Pretty little much gig. for the yeah, audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We might need some Short more songs yeah. first yeah. before we go. Yeah. But if yeah. people want to join the band to, you know, play live with us, feel free to hit us up on Instagram. And this was the other thing that was so interesting, finding out that you have to have an Instagram. Like people yeah. going, what's your Instagram? You're like, what do you want to look at? Like... <laughs> You've well, got I a picture you, of us. What more can we I do? I think you meant to post on it. Right. But yeah, okay. I think that was, yeah. that's Engage where we're lacking. The audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's missing. So you wouldn't play some of your old stuff from Meba? Um, well, Chitty, who w- was in Meba, is back in Melbourne soon. So uh, we have done some stuff with him um, and, and guest vocals on some of his bands. So, you know, there is a chance when he's back. But, um, yeah, Chris is in the UK, so she won't have to come back for that. We are seeing our drummer on Saturday yeah, night, actually. Cal, yep. Yeah, yeah, Cal. So, yep. So what do you think about the changes, you know, in the industry where when you guys were doing stuff, it was kind of, you know, you didn't you didn't come out as queer in mm. the music industry. You guys did. Yeah. You were trailblazers, but there were a hell of a lot of musicians who didn't. Mm. And now everybody's kind of coming out. What yeah. do you make of all of that? It's good, but do you kind of think like, you know, yeah, what do you think? I think it's awesome. I think it's it's great that you don't actually have to think about like I think we had to think about doing like the Homer Rock show because there needed to be spaces because it was like there wasn't a queer music scene, you know, there was Q&As on Thursday nights, but that was like it. So I think we kind of really needed to create the spaces for ourselves um, as well as, you know, for other people. And I think it's great that now I don't think there's as much that need because, you know, we are everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people, and it doesn't matter yeah. as much yeah. for a lot of musicians. Yeah, mm. they can mm. just be whoever they are, and they're just accepted for who they are. And of course, when you guys were doing stuff in the nineties and early two thousands, people were surprised that you actually did rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just expected you to be kind of like I don't know what did they expect? Indigo Girls, I think. Yeah, you right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they expected mm-hmm. that KD Lang vibes because I think it was really small kind of. Uh, uh, sort of what they saw as especially women in, in music. So I think it was kind of surprising and I think, um, yeah, it's certainly a, it's so different now, you know, all these years later. So, Matt, how many instruments do you play? Um, oh, mainly just guitar, bass and drums and keys a little bit, but nothing very well, so I can just get a noise out of a few of them. Oh, you're selling yourself short. That is brilliant. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, no, I love just tinkering and um, I'm always recording stuff, so it's great to actually have someone to go back and forth. It was actually surprisingly organic, I reckon, because we'd send ideas and then you'd send ideas back and react to that. So even though we weren't in the same room, there's still a process of reacting to what the other people are doing, which is great. So was it a more economical approach to making music that way? I think from a time from a time perspective, definitely. Like, and especially for Rachel and I, probably not for Matt, but for Rachel yeah. and I, we would be like, clock in a few hours, that's done, and then, 
And and I think we didn't even kind of know if Matt had sort of the production skills. We were like, how it will turn out? I don't know. Um, and then that when he sent surprise. it back to us, we were like, oh, I didn't know that he could mix and master and yeah. do all of these other things. So it was, yeah. Yeah, it's very impressive. He's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he I'm is. blushing. <laughs> Do your voices surprise you? Are the changes in your voices? Have there been changes? Like, you know, I mean, you've you've kind of transcended. Yeah. You know, you've had a break, you've come yeah. back. Yeah. Like, what do you think about your voices? Uh, I think it – I think – you know, it's it's interesting how I can, I'm a little bit less pitchy now. Rachel used to always, you know, in other bands, have to give me the eye a lot to be like, <laughs> no, wrong, wrong. Um, and I think I was surprised that after this break that I, I think I'd actually improved a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, maybe no, I'm wrong. No, I think you might be right. And, again, I think the other nice surprise is, is again, um, feeling a bit more confident. Yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, I always should have been, I think. But I think as you get older, you do sort of come into your own a little bit more and feel a bit more comfortable in your skin. And, and I think you can hear that a bit more in the vocals. So I think that's what I can hear, what the change is for me. And what about your approach to actually writing songs? How has that changed? I think it's so different not being in the same room. And again, the beauty of this was like, you know, in in previous bands, you have to come and you all come in with ideas. But Matt had done that hard work for us. So he gave us, you know, the, the, the starts of the songs and we would just be like straight away could think of something because it mm. was so developed and mm. almost had. Think of lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But think really? of lyrics mm. and melody. Like it just. They just popped into your head. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so quick for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And the interesting thing is in some of the songs, like we would both kind of listen and go, well, uh, this one's for me and Rachel would be like no this one's for me and I'd be like okay we'll record our own bits and then see what's better and we would record our own bits but they would go together so we wouldn't have to yeah it's quite amazing out. that actually happens quite a lot with us we we hear different melodies and then when we put them together they they meld they go really well together that must be because you know each other so well maybe I don't know yeah. but but that's the thing that's been really fun Recording vocals, usually I don't have the option to record about 15 backing vocals. <laughs> I've loved doing that. Poor Matt. Like, oh, God, I'll just do one more. Oh, I'll just do one more because <laughs> it's just so fun being able to do so many vocals. Poor Matt. Poor me who has to hit record. Like, she can't hit record herself. <laughs> like, when I do it, I just hit record myself. But for some reason, I have to sit there and hit record for him. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it sounds, Matt, like it would have been a joy to make music and, and record and, and have two people that just are so intuitive with each other. What was that like? Yeah, um, incredible. Um, I'd send off a piece of music and um, half an hour later I'd get an idea and it would, I'd be like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> and that just shocked me. I'm not used to that kind of speed of turnaround. Um, and then I would literally just slot it in and it just sounded like it was meant to be I think especially your two voices work really well together and that bit where they sort of interplay and go around each other and then kind of join in unison. So, yeah, it was just heaps. And I love having loads of vocals. I'm all used to nagging people. Can you just one more take? Can you just do a bit here? So it was really helpful. I just had to literally just get in and then um, I think I drove everyone around me nuts because I'd hear the song a thousand times as I'm like tweaking it and having to play. But, um, no, it was great to have that and... Um, and just the surprise, because I think when you're working on a piece of music, you kind of hear how you think it's going to go. And then what I get back was just completely different. Um, and that's where I think you get that kind of three-dimensional kind of 
you know, it just changes and grows organically. Whereas if it was just you working by yourself, you wouldn't get that kind of quality and that creativity. Yeah. So, Tell us about what you've done musically before This Empty City. Yeah, oh, bits and pieces. So I had um, a band before, it was just three of us. I always seem to work with people who are like a couple, which is interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> so you're always like the, um, yeah, so we, which is good. And that was three of us and that was a three piece. Um, and we just kind of more enjoyed doing the recording, really. We did a couple of gigs and not much. And then before that, it was just a band I was in in the UK, um, which is like over 20 years ago, where we did a hand, we were really lazy, just a handful of gigs. So mainly I'm just kind of pottering around in my bedroom, really. Um, so it's really good to have a proper outlet and actually turn these ideas into tracks and then um, see them go out and see people actually listening, which is, you know, mm. incredible, really. I yeah. keep on looking at the app every day and seeing the numbers going up and it's like, oh, wow, like, I just thought this was going to stay in my bedroom. So. <laughs> and around the world too, yeah. which is, yeah. Quite well, not. your sound is something that I think, you know, would, would kind of, you know, transcend borders because it is that kind of, you know, rock sound mm. that people love. Oh, and I can really hear Bar, the Bar influence can as well. You? And I love that because I saw you live, you know, God, I don't can't remember how many years ago but it was a long time ago. Yeah. So for me to hear Just Enough, that was a huge thrill. Oh, I'm so oh, glad you liked lovely. it. Yeah. But isn't it amazing that you can see the numbers of people who are who, um, are, who are streaming your tracks? It's incredible. It, it's so strange. And to think, like, at the moment, I think we've got the most listeners in Finland. And you're like, how, how is this happening? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. who, who is in Finland going, hey, guys, have you heard? It, yeah, it's um, it, it's great. And, and I, I think. why that's happening. Is it a radio station that's giving it airplay? Like, it's um, a fascinating yeah. way to kind of, you know, think about it, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Finland. And I, and I think it, you know, obviously gets uh, someone adds it to a playlist and, and that's uh, how it happens. But I, I think it is so much easier and almost more cost effective than it ever was to actually yeah. be able to get an audience because, mm. you know, you can go out around the world. And it's just so much easier to send a link and people can hear you and... Yeah. Oh, it was such a it was such a hard slog last time because you'd have to do everything yourself. Yeah. And, you know, play all the time and rehearse all the time and do your own marketing and mm. get yourself out there. And this time round it's quite nice that it sort of spreads quite organically as well. Like people doing reviews and, and all sorts of things just happen a bit more organically, which is yeah. Great. <laughs> and once upon a time, you know, if you want people in Finland to hear you, you had to probably go and do yeah. to get yes. that audience space. And now it's all just, it's over the internet. It's incredible. Yeah. Music videos. Any plans? Well, I don't know. I mean. Maybe. Now you've said it, we'll do one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will. Yeah, we'll probably do one with the next single. Yeah. That, that might yeah, make it a bit more yeah, fun. Yeah. We're already working on yeah a couple of new tracks and they're really good. <laughs> oh, tell us more. They are. <laughs> well, we haven't finished them yet, but I just am very excited by them. I think it, our sound is just really developing. It, that's what's very exciting, I think, because we're so new that it's still it's developing every day. So. And that's that's fantastic to hear. You feel new again as yeah. artists, even yeah. though you've got, you know, yeah. decades of experience in mm. the industry. That's wonderful. Mm. And now we've met Matt for a second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that spins me out that you've only met once before. No, I, rec- I, I think I met you once before at work. Remember when I did that interview years ago? Uh, I, as part of work, I came and oh, interviewed you. Yeah, so yep, okay. I think it might be the third time. Oh, okay. Third time. Yeah, there you go. Third time. Randomly bumping into each other over a couple of decades. Yeah. 
Rachel, Hope and Matt, this empty city. It has been wonderful to see you, wonderful to meet you. Uh, love the EP Walls and can't wait to hear the album when it comes out. Thank you so much for popping into 3CR. Thanks, Thanks so much for having Thank us. You. 3CR.